Hello, and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia. I am here with my co-host, Ashley. And I am really heckin' excited for the new Disney Plus Kenobi show. Still a little sad that we didn't get a trailer on Disney Plus Day, but you, they can't keep it from us forever, you know? It's, it's gonna come. So, in anticipation of this show that I just cannot wait for, I decided that Ashley had to watch all the prequel series of Star Wars in order to be as prepared as I can make her. I'm not sure she's going to sign up to watch all the seasons of Clone Wars with me, but we... I did not realize that was on the table. (laughs) We could experience that for the first time together because Um, I didn't watch Clone Wars. I don't know. It's animated, right? It's, yeah, it's... it's, Maybe I'd be on board for that. I I watched, like, the first two episodes, and I was like, this is just war, no. And I just gave up. And for me to give up on Star Wars... Wow. It was... Then maybe I'm not on board. I don't know, but according to my brother Calvin, that doesn't go on forever. You just gotta get past the first season, and then it, you know, there's more of the characters. But as long as we're, like, painting minis or something, we can get through it. I'm not on board for that either, honestly. <laughs> just frustration all the way around. Star Wars <laughs> war and painting D&D minis. A lot of tension. <laughs> oh my goodness. But anyway, a little background. I grew up with the Star Wars, <clears throat> alright? A little background. I did not. <laughs> Ashley did not. I grew up watching the original trilogy, as long as I can remember, like, I was afraid of Yoda. That's how little I was. I mean, everyone was afraid of Yoda. Were they? I think so. I just remember being He's terrifying. in the basement at Watertown when I was like five, like going in one of the other rooms to hide because I didn't want to see Yoda on the TV. I mean, he's <laughs> hacking creepy. <laughs> I don't fault the child Lydia for that at all. Um, And then obviously I was a old youth slash young teenager when the prequels came out and was just on that tra- um, aboard that train. I was very excited about them and I watched them with my little siblings all the time. And that's I feel like that's the Star Wars they grew up with. I mean, they saw the original ones right. too, but like they had the Lego Star Wars mm-hmm. video games and you know, they the- were immersed action figures and all that good stuff. So, anyway, needless to say, Obi-Wan Kenobi is the best part of the original trilogy, hence my excitement. But I made Ashley start at the beginning, which I think everyone would agree is kind of an oof, you know? It's kind of like, ooh, mm, yeah, sorry about this one. Um, Well, I would agree. (laughs) And it's the only one I've seen. (laughs) You gotta start where you gotta start, okay? <laughs> Just to clarify, I have seen the original three. Yes. We, did you watch that with me for the first time, or did you watch it, like, before I me? feel like I had already seen them. At okay. least the first one. <clears throat> but I, I can't actually confirm. Sure. Like, I think we've watched them since we've lived here mm-hmm. together. But, um, yeah, they're... I don't know probably better movies, but also... Made in the 70s. Yeah, and also the prequels just gave us this giant world building, like it flushed out the universe, and now look at all the content we have. Delightful. Uh, (laughs) If you say so. Ashley really got aboard the Star Wars train with The Mandalorian. I was gonna say, I'm sitting here about to crap on Star Wars, wearing full Star Wars merch again. (laughs) She has a Baby Yoda shirt on and Baby Yoda pants on. Listen, I'm here for Baby Yoda, and that's about it. (laughs) But The Mandalorian was like the perfect segue, because The Mandalorian is basically a Western, which Ashley has a soft spot for. That's true. So we just slapped her with the adorable baby, which she was completely primed to hate. Okay. She was like, I'm not going to find it cute. I don't even care. Remember what I just said about (laughs) adult Yoda, okay? There's some unsettling (laughs) natures there. 
And then I believe we got into the, I don't even know, we, did we get to the second episode? I don't remember. It was the episode where the children were mocking him. Yeah. And he ate the frog. And she was just like, I, how dare they be mean to, to him? leave him alone. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was the, that was the hook. They were like, we're just going to quick appeal to the maternal yeah. instincts of the people who are on the fence. Yep. And we're going to push them right over. They and did. That's what worked for me. They succeeded. I think we gained a huge bump in Star Wars fans with the release of The Mandalorian, yeah. a.k.a. The Baby Yoda mm-hmm. Show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think she was quite as affectionate about the, you know, creatures in this movie. Mm, but mm-mm. I think we're going to let you summarize <laughs> The Phantom Menace, and then we'll revisit my feelings about it. Okay. Growing up and coming to terms with things. So, take it away. My, okay, I took notes. She did. And they're chaotic, and they don't actually hit any of the plot points. <laughs> I have the beginning because you told me what happened in the beginning. I did regularly pause this movie and sum up the plot for her because she was was just off in another realm going, what is that? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I was definitely paying attention. I was here for the space politics, you Uh know? Like, that's what I was watching for. 100%. Um, So apparently... According to you, mm-hmm. there are these two Jedi knights, yep. yes, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who show up to save the queen. Yes. Okay. Basically. I mean, She's 14. I'm not sure that's what I said, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. <laughs> I don't know. You mentioned, like, an invasion, and yep. I don't know. I stopped listening. Um, they, they get her. The queen. The queen. The 14-year-old child queen. Who definitely and her 18. Handmaid, handmaiden's tale, whatever. <laughs> um, yes, Kira Knightley. <laughs> um, and as they're leaving on their way, I don't know, whatever, the ship breaks down. Like, mm-hmm. not a great first impression, honestly. Yeah. Oh. Like, get it together, boys. <laughs> um, so they don't apparently have a mechanic or spare parts on this ship that no. is supposed to be here prepped and ready to save the queen of Naboo, which seems to be, like, you know, ill-prepared. I'm... I mean, it wasn't the Jedi ship, to be fair. Whoever <laughs> it belongs to should do better. Okay? Take I'm just Captain saying. Of the guard. I'm just saying. This wouldn't happen with Air Force One. Okay? <laughs> um, so... Liam Neeson, which is, to be honest, the only reason I agreed to watch this movie. I have not agreed to watch the rest, to my knowledge. Uh, She's agreed, but, like... I have not agreed. (laughs) Um, So, Liam Neeson is the best part of this movie. Fight me. Well, I'm... I I do like Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon is a a gem, so... You want to fight? I'll fight right now. Not really. (laughs) I'll let you have that one. Um, So, he goes off to find parts to... fix the ship because, you know, being trained in the Jedi arts, he's obviously a mechanic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knows what the ship needs. Yep. I don't know. Probably spoke to it. I... <laughs> do, do they do they speak to an inanimate object? I feel like they can if they want. <laughs> I... I wouldn't know. Are you serious? <laughs> like, they can feel things, you know? Like, you know how, like, they can hold out their hand to get the lightsaber. Yeah, I know. But is the lightsaber like, going, oh. <laughs> No, no, not to that. Not to that level. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it seemed strange to choose him, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he conveniently finds the love of his life as he's <laughs> out and about. Um with the, the, the annoying child, who apparently, I've been told, is the star of this whole show. He is the star. Um, his mother yes. should uh, pull Liam Neeson from the Jedi Knight oh, saga. Yeah. And um, just a forbidden they love can story. just go and live happily ever after. I mean, I agree. Opinion. I'm pretty sure child Lydia really shipped that. I it's was like, shippable. I mean, moments. the second they make eye He's contact, so it's like, okay, I'm here for it. He's so kind, yep. tender, mm-hmm. you know. It's great. She's never known that kind of love. Obviously. 
Apparently, she's the Virgin Mary. I don't know. I yeah. think that makes him Joseph. That's not valid. like Oscar Just Isaac in of her the nativity story. Her son. <laughs> Oscar Isaac energy from the nativity story. Okay, am I wrong? <clears throat> anyway, so um, <clears throat> so her name is Shmi. Which me. is super unfortunate, <laughs> and just immediately gives me the picture of the stupid pirate sidekick in um, Peter Pan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, spelled differently. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't see spellings, okay? Like, I also don't know that they ever said her name. You had to look her up. Yeah, I don't think they did. Um. So anyway, she has a super annoying child who's approximately four years old. Okay, <laughs> come at me. He doesn't get any less annoying. He is four years old. Let's just acknowledge that and move on. He is really young. That I'm going to put a pin in this for one second and just say that most people who love the prequels, I feel like, went through, like, a, I'm cooler than this cringe stage where they were like, oh, these are so bad. Like, they realized it and they mm-hmm. had to poop on them all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I probably went through that with Phantom Menace specifically. I never completely dissed the prequels, but... Looking back on it now, one of they there was an awful lot of hate for that child actor. Yeah, and he was a child doing the best with the dialogue that he was given. Fair, guys. fair and enough. And he is so young. He's so young. Like watch it again when you're thirty. He is a baby. I do feel like if you sat a seven year old boy in front of that movie, yeah, it would be his dream. Mm-hmm. Like, did a seven year old boy direct it? Maybe. <laughs> Like, that's, those were the vibes I got. I was like, yeah, every child under the age of 10, every boy yeah. under the age of 10 that is here for Star Wars yeah. is going to love this. Oh, yeah. They're going to be Anakin. My nephews, 100%. Yeah. And all of the weird alien creatures, which we will get to, <laughs> um, they're for the children. Like, that's yeah. probably, I feel like... I don't know if they were just catering to the children when this movie was made. Seems like an odd thing to go for with the Star Wars fandom that's out there being, you know, the majority of people and not just children. This does feel like the most childish. It felt like a kid's movie. movie. Yeah. Like the whole way through, Mm -hmm. it felt like a kid's movie, which is just, I don't know, a little off putting when you consider the Star Wars universe, I guess. In my experience of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, he looks for. So, <laughs> he's also super annoying. And, like, I'll give that to you. Yeah. He's four. He's four. He's doing And he best. has some pretty bad dialogue. I, his voiceovers were annoying. His attitude was annoying. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't fault him, necessarily. Mm-hmm. It was just not a super enjoyable aspect of the movie, which unfortunately was... The main aspect of the movie. Well, and you'll see this more when we get into the second movie, is that the dialogue is Will we? I didn't say I would watch it. (laughs) It's gonna happen. The dialogue is at fault for a lot of the cringe, I feel like. Because, like, Natalie Portman's a good actor. Yeah. And I don't think Hayden Christensen's a bad actor, but sure. they really kind of feel like bad actors. That's fair. Well, and yeah, it's that movie not, with their romantic is... dialogue. <laughs> we'll get there, too. Um, I don't feel like you noticed the bad dialogue in this one. Yeah. And that's probably because a lot of it was given to weird alien creatures. And a child. And a child. Yeah. William Neeson just had metaphors. He did. He really did. It was great. I think that's one of my later notes, which I'll just bring up now. Um, everything that came out of his mouth sounds like it belongs on a yogi tea bag. Um, I'm not complaining. It was great. Like, every time he spoke, I was like, do I need to take notes? Should I write this down? Like, do I want to reference this for my personal life? Is this, like... Should I move forward? It's the Aslan coming out. Exactly. He can't help it. Here for it. Anyway. Um, so this four-year-old, mm-hmm. conveniently, he's like, you know, Brian O'Connor in the Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies. Like he's building ships and robots. <laughs> five second car. Five um, he's racing for pink slips. Like, I don't know. Yep. I'm not sure who gave him a license, but he's out here. You know, isn't that so realistic? He's a great race car driver. 
I, you know, like every four-year-old I've ever met. That's just so much more realistic than Ray biting Kylo in a lightsaber yeah. fight, isn't you know, it? I have never met a 20-year-old woman that was more competent than a four-year-old woman. <laughs> never in my life. <clears throat> anyway, um, so he's gearing up to win the big race, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. It's a thing in this little village that, you know, may or may not have spare parts for the queen's ship, but... Whatever. That's side plot at this point. We yeah. don't care about the queen anymore. <laughs> we care about the race. This is a big deal. Um, somewhere along the way, and I genuinely, when I was backtracking and trying to take notes about the beginning of the movie, could not remember when we got Jar Jar Banks. Oh, right where, away. Like, he was there the whole time, yeah? He wasn't there in the spaceship, but then they escaped the spaceship. And fell into Naboo, the planet for the queen, and that is also inhabited by the Gungans, which is Jar Jar Banks's race, and they run into him right away. Okay, I stopped listening again. <laughs> um, so anyway, anyway, he's there the whole time too. But I did not find him relevant enough to take notes on right away. So anyway, um, I yeah, we've forgotten about the queen. Not very taken of Liam Neeson, honestly, to just be like, okay, see ya, I'm gonna go run around this little village for a while. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to help. I, is he? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, there's a lot of weird alien creatures. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of them. I don't know what any of them said, ever. <laughs> I don't know what any of them were supposed to be. <laughs> I can't even describe them we to you. We did have the subtitles on, guys. Okay, but the subtitles, well. the subtitles were just the nonsense that came out of their mouth. Like, it was probably Misa Ganyusa. It was probably more effective to listen phonetically than yeah. to read the subtitles. Probably. Um, so, yeah, I don't... Not a fan. Um... <laughs> I hate Obi-Wan's ponytail. Oh, I thought you were going to say I hate Obi-Wan and I was about to slap you. He's hardly in the movie. I can't That's form true. an opinion on He's him yet. He's just a young child. He's kind of ridiculous, but his ponytail <laughs> is stupid. It seemed like such a lame choice. Like, it, it just, looking back. Yeah. Like, this was 2000, 2001. Yeah. This movie looks like it was made in the 80s. I don't My know. My theory is that the ponytail's just there to, like, shame the Padawans. <laughs> It's terrible. You know, I just... Fine, whatever. You could have done a dumb ponytail, but, like, let the man grow his hair out for it. Like, don't give him a buzz cut and then a little clip-on. <laughs> this is 2000, all right? We should know how to do this at this point. Um, I know, without watching this, that Natalie Portman ends up with a four-year-old child, and yeah. that's upsetting. That's just, like, a constant it's thing in the back of my mind as I'm watching this movie. upset me as well. And it's just, like, mm, I, mm, I'm pretty sure... Not a fan. I'm, I'm pretty sure I just knew from the buzz that... Maybe they call him Anakin Skywalker. They probably call him I Anakin Skywalker do. in the original trilogy. And, I mean, I guess oh. I didn't know that... I thought you meant in this movie. <laughs> no, in, in the original trilogy. Sure. And, like, obviously we don't know that Padme... Like, they never called her that. I don't think Luke and Leia's mom. But, like, I knew she was going to be mm -hmm. with Anakin. And I just, like, denied that the whole time in my heart. I was like, no. Yeah, I was a four. hardcore obi shipper. Like, hardcore. You're, mm -hmm. you're a teenage girl. Okay. <laughs> You have the weight of the world on your shoulders. A Jedi Knight comes and saves your life, rescues you, is kind of like on your side about pretty much everything you want to do, and you couldn't you couldn't fall in love with the four year old. Yeah, <laughs> unrealistic. I'm Clearly not a woman who wrote this. <laughs> I don't endorse that. <laughs> But I'm just saying. I don't think you're wrong. I'm just saying. I would have such a crush on Obi Wan Kenobi who came and rescued me. Yeah. Goodness. Sure. <laughs> Except she spent way more time with Liam Neeson. If that's where we're oh, gonna go. Oh, that's a little. I don't think everybody was like in two men that much older. <laughs> just Lydia. <laughs> and Ashley. <laughs> we're not talking about me right now. Um, so, back to the movie. Yeah. They call him Annie. Yes. Which is 
the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. <laughs> um, so apparently, I didn't really latch onto this right away. Um, little orphan Annie, who's not an orphan, um, <laughs> and his mother, the pirate from <laughs> Peter Pan. The pirate from Peter Pan. Are slaves. Yes, they are. Um, so Liam Neeson goes out of his way to charm the mm-hmm. love of his life and buys the child <laughs> his freedom. I thought, okay. <laughs> I was like, the charm, the love of his life. I was like, are you talking about the little flying winged creature with the trunk? No. Shmi. <sighs> Shmi. Yes. Yeah. So he buys little orphan Annie's freedom and offers to take him away mm-hmm. and leave his mother behind. Which is heartbreaking, not from the mother-son cord severance perspective, but because Liam Neeson deserves love, too. That's... I agree. <laughs> and I feel like out of all the Jedi, Liam Neeson would have done it. Like, Qui-Gon, he would have yeah. been like, yeah, I have a girlfriend, what are you gonna do about it? I mean, who's gonna know? <laughs> exactly! <laughs> Let's be real. Okay, um, so... What? I feel like I jumped ahead. You probably did. I did. I, I tuned out. Mm, sorry about that. <laughs> they do the race. They do the race, yes. I think Little Orphan Annie wins. He does. I don't, I don't he know. He wins. Mm-hmm. I was upset. Um, so I jumped ahead to uh, when they're going back to the ship, I believe. Which, mm-hmm. with the parts? I don't know. That, I, unclear. Um, and they are, well, okay, yeah, all of them? I don't know. Liam Neeson is fighting Darth Maul, and I know who Darth Maul is because I was a teenager, or I was 11, when these came out, (laughs) or whatever, nine? I don't know. Inescapable. I was probably 12 or 13 when my best friend at the time became utterly obsessed with them, so I knew who Darth Maul was. Uh Uh-huh. So I know his name. (laughs) I don't know if you in the movie at this point know his name. Um, anyway, uh, Obi-Wan acts like he's gonna leave Liam Neeson behind. So, he like, automatically, it. he lost some He does me. not act that way! Yes, he does! He literally flies the ship away, he and he's like, do something, buddy. <laughs> leaves the hatch Oh, I'm sorry, open. was I supposed to be listening again? Yes. Because I wasn't doing yes. that. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Liam Neeson gets on the ship. Okay? Um, so then... <clears throat> Apparently, Darth Maul is training the Jedi arch, arts, arch, arts, yes. um, which I guess is relevant. <laughs> he is a Sith apprentice. Yeah, that means nothing to me. <laughs> um, so, uh, he, the assumption is that he was coming for the queen. Yes. Um, that's my note. So yeah, is that not what was I happening? I mean, <laughs> close enough. Who knows what Darth Sidious, Palpatine, what's your majigger was doing? But <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, it's been an hour of the movie, and we are finally back to the Queen plot. Which, by the way, she was actually with them the whole time. Yeah, which you spoiled for me right Spoiler away. Alert. Um, so I knew, but um, I also know what Natalie Portman looks like, but. Yeah. Go off, I guess. Yeah. Um, she was supposed to no be. No one knew. The Handmaiden's Tale. That was such Off a with reveal. little orphan Annie. Because she was like, I want to see the city too, Liam Neeson. And then he took yeah. her yeah. Yeah. to see the city and watch Brian O'Connor do his little <laughs> Tokyo drift. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So she was there the whole time. That was such a big reveal. Well, I missed it. <laughs> Like, in theaters, when she comes forward and she's like, it's me, I'm the queen, it was like, what? Surprise. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I was talking when that happened, so Mm -hmm. I I didn't, I missed it, but you told me before it happened, so I knew. (laughs) Um, anyway, at some point in here, the 14-year-old queen, who we don't know is the queen, Mm -hmm. and 4-year-old Annie, Annie, orphan, Mm -hmm. um who is more of an orphan now, for the record. Yeah, Um, Since he's been abducted by Liam Neeson. (laughs) Oh, plot twist. (laughs) How the turntables, one might say. In reverse. Um, Anyway, they have, like, a little bonding moment, and it's not cute. Um, It could be cute if it was kept as, you know. He's four? Yeah. (laughs) I guess. I just... (laughs) 
again, probably cute if you don't know that they're destined to be lovers. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Not then. here for it. Um, you, again, space politics. Lots of space so politics. So many space politics. Like, there's a senator. He's really freaking creepy. Yep. I knew he was trouble when he walked in. Yeah. And you were the one who was like... Oh, yeah, he's bad news. Yeah, I had and I had to clue her in. I knew she'd you, never... <laughs> excuse me? I'm sorry. Have you seen his face? I'm trying to give her her best chance. So I told her that he is Emperor Palpatine. Listen, I need, I do need all the help I can get. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, Liam Neeson adopts little orphan Annie. Yeah. Um, but apparently he's not allowed. Because he already has a child, even though that child is 40. <laughs> He's supposed to be, like, 18. <laughs> he was 30 when that movie was filmed. I looked it up. Whatever. Um. So, yeah. Well, that's not the only reason. I don't care. <laughs> Annie is too old. They take babies so that they don't form attachments. He's four. And he has attachments. He's four. To his mother. He's got ideas. <laughs> Thinking things. He's got a face and opinions. <laughs> he already cut that cord. He's with Liam Neeson now. He was like, see ya, mom. He's old enough to have fear, which leads... Whatever. You know. It's dumb. The whole thing. It's dumb. <laughs> Hatred, suffering. <laughs> Whatever. Why is Liam Neeson not allowed to have nice things? That's what and I that, want to know. And that's what I want to know, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, surprise. The Queen is a body double. So yep. uh, Liam and Orphan Annie have been befriending the Queen this whole time, and they didn't even know. They didn't know. It was amazing. I'm not sure Liam was befriending. Befriend- <laughs> she was there the whole time. <laughs> He's pretty sassy to her the whole time. Um, I just have a really useful note that says frog person king guy in armor. <laughs> Spit. <laughs> yes, the king um, of the Gungans. I don't. Frog person guy. Jar Jar Binks is in boss. armor. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the queen gives him what for. Uh, okay. They talk. They talk. He's like, is cool. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Because she's just so regal and amazing. She's pretty amazing. Um. Also, Padme Appreciation Post, okay? Like, <laughs> she is so great. And I feel like people poop on her. They act like she's weak because she doesn't have a lightsaber or something. She's awesome. You know? She's what Khaleesi should have been. Sure. Continue. (laughs) Uh, This is where we end up in that universal Windows PC background (laughs) of the green hilly field with the blue sky. Like, really inexpensive choice, boys. Um, She's talking of the battle of the droids and the Gungans. They were like, where are we going to set this? We need a setting. You know what? You know what's perfect? My desktop background. (laughs) Um, So anyway, there's a lot of fighting. Yeah. It's fighting in space. It's my favorite. They're not in space. Well, Well, there is some fighting. They end up fighting in space. We'll get there. Um... (laughs) <clears throat> so, I, my notes here don't make any sense. It says, fighting in space. I love space fights. I agree with the masses that Jar Jar Binks is unforgivably awful. <laughs> I like the war feathers on the gross naked camels during the battle. Those are cool. <laughs> Lots of probably supposed to be really cool fighting robots, but, like, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, this must be... I don't know where they ended up, but when they fight Darth Maul and they have the big double lightsaber reveal. Yeah. I'm here for that it. That was, was pretty cool. sweet. That was nice. I appreciate it. Um, little orphan Annie ends up in a spaceship and accidentally flies it away yeah. into space. Into space with R2-D2. You know? Just, yeah. like, a 20-year-old woman could never... <laughs> 
It's like a big oops, she too. She hasn't been trained yet. <laughs> yeah. It's like a big oops, too. He's like, oh, no. What's happening? I know. Into space they go. And then he ultimately takes out. And the... then he's like, oh, is this the little gun button? Yep. <laughs> I'm not defending. I mean, I'll defend it as long as you stop coming for Ray. <laughs> trash. Absolute trash. <sighs> um, so, meanwhile, I don't even know, are we back in Naboo um, with the queen? Yeah, the queen and the she's, Jedi are still on Naboo. She's running away with her group of people. Oh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, She had a gun. She did. Like... A, a plus. Padme I'm, is a queen. When we arm the people in power yeah. and, like, let them defend themselves, yeah. I'm here for it. She's awesome. Um. Anyway, so they're running around, whatever. So many aliens. So many aliens and fighting spaceships and robots. I yep. stopped watching. There, That is the Star plot. Wars. I'm not here for it. Like, <laughs> the Star Wars, what? <laughs> Nobody asked for that. <laughs> Nobody asked for that. <laughs> she was not informed. <laughs> nope. I don't know what I expected, but it definitely wasn't war amongst the stars. Okay. Um, so we get to the point where Darth Maul is going to kill Liam Neeson, and I started getting angry. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Like, <laughs> he's dead. He dies every, uh, all the time. It was very, like, obvious in the plot skeleton. It was like, oh, dun, 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 the bleakest moment has arrived. Yeah, right. Um, so, Queen has been captured, Liam Neeson is dead, except the Queen is a decoy, and the real Queen gets the drop on the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So then it's no longer the bleakest moment. The bleakest moment lasted for approximately 20 milliseconds? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, and then... I still, I I struggle with Obi-Wan. I don't know why. Not the character, his name. Like, I see Obi-Wan. his name. I see his name. I see the face, and I'm like, do they go together? I don't, I'm what? still not sure. Is it because he has short hair? I don't know what it is. Because he has longer hair than I the just, I'm movies. so convinced. I must have said it wrong and been mocked for it in my life at some point. So I don't know. Funny. I'm so sure that I'm wrong. Anyway. Um, Obi-Wan rage fights Darth Maul for killing his father. Yeah. Not really. Um, Anakin's still out there just, like, Cruising. shooting robots. Yep. Like, he's done it his whole four years. Out the womb, I'm pretty sure kid. he destroys the entire, uh, space fleet. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I just have convenience seeing as how he's four and never been in a war before. He's shockingly good at this and saves the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, his dialogue and his voiceover moments were trash. I did not enjoy them at all. Oh, it's like, yippee! Oh! <laughs> who enunciates yippee? Well, who tells a child to literally say yippee? Like, kids don't usually actually say that. They're like, yeah, you know, if it's a natural Garbage. expression of emotion. Garbage. <laughs> Um, Obi-Wan slays Darth Maul, cuts him in half, and throws him down into the pit. Yep. And... A great moment. Um, Obi... Obi... Obi. (laughs) Obi Obi-Wan has a sad little moment with Liam Neeson who begs him to adopt Orphan Annie and train him up because he's the chosen one TM. Yeah. That's why he can explode spaceships and fly pods and no one else can do that. Well, you know, that's that's the end of my notes, for the record. Um, I just would like to say that if your chosen one is indeed the chosen one, mm-hmm. you should do better at making it seem like he's the chosen one instead of just making me think your movie is bad. <laughs> Because that makes more sense now that you've said it out loud. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, thank you for sharing your astute observations. Yes. That's what I'm here for. You're welcome. Anytime you need just like the most precise attention.
attention to detail, yeah, mm-hmm. you call me. Putting the analysis in the story analysis podcast. Specifically when it comes to war in space. <laughs> that is my specialty. Um, yeah, no. What I said before, um, I do feel like I just thought it was a bad movie. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, this child is actually gifted. Uh-huh. And I feel like the new movies do give Ray more of a, oh, she's gifted vibe yeah. versus, yeah, this is know. a bad movie. <laughs> and I don't well, think those are great either, so. It, I feel like they were like, Anakin is the chosen one. And, like, we had established Star Wars lore in the third move in the three movies. I'm not saying that can't be expanded on. But, like, that was a choice they made to make Anakin the chosen mm-hmm. one. And I feel like a lot of people who grew up with those movies are like, and that's just facts, you know? And it's like, that was a choice they made. And then they chose to make Rey incredibly gifted in the Force. And they're like, no, that's unrealistic. And it's like, they can choose to do that for more than just Anakin. Right. <laughs> you know? Like. Yeah. And they also kind of, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend the sequel trilogy. I think there's a hot mess of a plot going on there because they literally didn't have any consistency in their storytelling. But sure. I don't think Ray being powerful is really what made those movies no, seems, <laughs> fall apart. <laughs> seems fake. Oh, goodness. But that's another issue for another time, I guess. Um, in the... To address your Jar Jar Binks statement, I'm not here to defend him either, other than the fact that Jar Jar Binks is there for the children, I just and all the dude bros need to get over it. <laughs> there? But that whole movie was for children. Yeah. It does kind of feel that way. The Phantom Menace, specifically. I mean, maybe not, like, you know, cutting Darth Maul in half, but... Still, it's, it was pretty tame. Yeah, it was. And it definitely feels... I don't know... Just, like, going back and watching it again, I'm like, this feels like a A movie for little boys. It really does. And maybe that was his intent. I don't know. But um, Jar Jar is for the little kids. I um, had two very little siblings when those movies came out. They love Jar Jar Banks. Now they hate him, and now my nephews, who are little boys, love Jar Jar Banks. So, and just like when... The original trilogy came out. The Ewoks. And everyone wants to poop on them. They're for the kids, guys. Star Wars has always been a family affair. That's fair. I just feel like this whole movie, beginning to end, was for children. And the rest of them don't feel that way. I mean, I can't speak to the ones I haven't seen, obviously. I mean, definitely not the third one. And even the second one. I mean, that's much tamer, but it doesn't have the same vibes, I don't like, feel like. Maybe they have their moment for the children to appreciate, yeah. mm-hmm. because, you know, if you're seven and your dad's making you watch Star Wars, like, you need a reprieve. <laughs> um, From the space politics? Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm here for something now, whereas There was this... an awful lot of Jar Jar. I will give you <sighs> that. Like, he was not just him. Like, like wrapping up and starting every scene with a weird little bit. You yeah. know, it was a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> and it's not just him. There were other aliens yeah. with their weird language choices and yeah. voices and spit. I mean, there will be aliens in all of these movies. I, I just want to mentally prepare you for that. <laughs> I'm prepared. It's fine. It's just... It's it's not my cup of tea. Unless they're Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is the only acceptable alien. Okay? <laughs> oh, man. So watching The Phantom Menace again, I really, like I said, I feel like I went through that, like, this is so fun, and then i like, this is really bad and really cringe, and like, ugh, I would never, you know? Phase, but now I kind of feel like I'm a little bit on the other side. Like, I'm not going to say it's a good movie, mm-hmm. even necessarily, yeah. or a great movie, mm-hmm. but like, it's not that bad. It's not like a B level movie, guys. Yeah. It's a movie, They've and got it's Liam Neeson. enjoyable, and they laid this groundwork for the rest of the sure. movies, and I don't know. It is what it is. Padme's great. Liam Neeson's great. Sure. Obi Wan will be great. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> it gave you Darth Maul, which is such a huge fan favorite, and they sure. like resurrect him at some point in like the Clone Wars 
completely unrealistically Spoilers. let him die. You know, like, well, I haven't even watched The Clone Wars and I know that. Like, oh yeah, Darth Maul's back. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Is that set after all of these movies? The Clone Wars takes place smack in the middle between two and three. Okay. So we do a big time skip before we hit so, two, and Anakin's like the age of Obi-Wan in this first movie. He's 40. like an adult. No. <laughs> He's like a young adult Padawan, okay? 40. And Obi-Wan is 40 ish. <laughs> He's 60. He's supposed to be like 36. In the, um, Roughly 60 years old. Got it. And then the Clone Wars happen, and like some years pass. I don't think there's supposed to be tons of years between two and three, but. Um, um, they become war heroes, basically. Like, the Jedi are very involved in the Clone Wars, and they kind of... that. Obviously, Liam said in this movie, like, I'm not here to fight a war for you. Like, that's not really their initial purpose. They're supposed to keep peace. Um, and then we get the third movie, where everything's very dramatic and dark. Does Darth Maul come back? In the Clone Wars, but not in the movies. <sighs> Dumb. Well, the Clone Wars were made got after the movies. Thirty-two seconds of Darth Maul screen time. That's it. Yeah, and everyone loves him I'm... so much that they were like, "We're going to resurrect him from the dead," Amazing. which I take some issue with, but I I understand. I mean, <laughs> couldn't let him go. <laughs> I wouldn't want to let him go either. It seems kind of a shame to kill him right away. He was a really cool character, yeah. and he was very unique. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Huh. That double lightsaber really got everybody. I mean, it got me, and I don't care. <laughs> it's a shame. But I was telling Ashley because there's this one scene when they're pod racing, and there's this woman, like bounty hunter, that's just flashed a corner of the screen. She's basically just background, okay? Like, she's just a creature for a In, scenery shot. Ah, uh, yes. And there are entire, like, children's books written about her. She's in comics. She's in graphic novels. She is a character. Because people because <laughs> take people. this fandom and they find every minuscule thing. And they're like, this will be my magnum opus. And I will yeah. I will write a story about this character. And I will well, give them a complete background. Which I... I'm I'm going to be looking yeah. for the Qui Gon Shmi AU Fanfics. yeah where like yeah. they're just off in their secret domestic yeah. life. Well, and that's just it. Like, there's a huge part of me in enjoying the prequels, and I think this is where like you gotta be careful not to get twisted because I think some of like the fandom does. So many of these like young boys who grew up with it and girls like they've played these really dark like R-rated Star Wars video games and mm-hmm. stuff like that and they're like sure. that's the Star Wars I love mm. and it's like it's probably never gonna be that though guys in the movies sure. like this has always been a family affair you don't get to just claim Star Wars now because you're met old men and women and you want you know super cool violent gritty Star Wars like. Interesting choice. Yeah. That that's what they did with the video games. Honestly. Well, and, and not all of them. They also Lego Star Wars, but like there's all these sub branches of yeah. Star Wars that people pick and choose what they like. And now Disney's in charge of what's canon and what's not canon. Um, but I don't, it's such a vast well, property. Yeah. And my Star Wars that I love is like <laughs> not <my> these <laughs> these YA books written by Jude Watson, and she was great because she wrote these two series, Jedi Quest and Jedi Apprentice, and one of them took place before the first movie when Obi Wan is Qui Gon's apprentice, and the other one took place like before the second movie where Anakin is Obi Wan's apprentice, and all this time period with them growing up and developing their personalities and getting to know each other and having relationships and struggles in the Jedi Order. And she really flushed out the Jedi Order, considering what few scenes we actually have to work with. And like, I don't think she ever really like went outside a canon. <laughs> and like, I just feel like I know Qui Gon so well. <laughs> it's because I read those sure. books, and I'm like, I know his personality. I know what he's yeah. like. And she did such a good job flushing those characters out. So, anyway, that's. I think a lot of people are like they feel more attached to the characters because they've watched the Clone Wars. Sure. Which is like a story in between the movies. Mm-hmm. But I was like, for me, it was Jude Watson. Sure. <laughs> Middle grade book series. You know what you know. <laughs> Which I love, okay? <laughs> <That's great. laughs> 
Oh, goodness. So, yes, we have two more of these movies to look forward to. Mm. Yeah, that's... To wrap in. You could say, look forward to. She can't wait. <laughs> I mean, they killed off the only reason I you got me here, so... Well, okay, so what are you looking forward to seeing most? The memes. <laughs> the memes? Yes! <laughs> Look at the mannequin. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's probably it. I love it. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to you trying to convince me that this 45-year-old man is... Ewan McGregor? A youth. He, well, he's not going to be a youth anymore. Yeah, because he started out at age 30. No. <laughs> And they were like, let's give him a buzz cut. No one will know. Who's going to know? No one will know he's 30. He looks like a child. Well, I'm sure he's supposed to be in his 30s in the second one. Okay, well, convenient that he caught up in just like a little tiny stretch. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm not looking forward to Hayden Christensen. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that gentleman in anything, Mm-mm. honestly. He's in Jumper. Remember that movie? I don't think I saw that movie. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Or I don't remember it. Yeah. That's also yeah. possible. Um, I kind of don't like his face. I don't really like his face I either. kind of don't like the faces he makes in all the memes I've seen. I don't really like Anakin, honestly. <laughs> so I'm feeling like that's not going to be a fun time. Is a little b-boy if you know what i mean and like fight me okay i won't i've never seen him awful and chime deserves so much better than him she deserves obi-wan kenobi you'll probably convince me obi-wan kenobi was better obi-wan kenobi is like the father to her children not even saying words (laughs) 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 and i think okay like I'll probably enjoy Anakin more if I watch the Clone Wars because I'm sure he's okay, fun question. and sassy in the question. Clone Wars. Deep dive question. <laughs> yes. Um, is this the reason that you? Hold on, I'm not remembering his name. <laughs> Just a second. <laughs> Let me Google it. I don't know what's happening. Who are we talking about? Uh, let me get there. I gotta make sure I have the right name. Okay. Is this the reason that you always shipped Danny and Jorah in the beginning did of I? Game of Thrones? Did I ship Danny? I think Jorah? you did. I think you were here for it. Mm. I think you were into it a little bit. I think bit. I kind of like let that go pretty quickly. Sure. But I I but mean I was I was I was I was potentially there for yeah, it. It's the yearning, isn't it? I do love a good yearn. <laughs> well, and that's the beauty about Star Wars. It's literally forbidden to have romantic attachments. Oh. So it's like, oh, is there anything the better? The trope. I mean, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. And then they wasted on Anakin and Padme. I'm, like, that ew. seems pretty lame. Anakin also, whose like, whole attitude is like, I'm going to do what I want. There's no yearning then. He's just going to do what he wants. Obi-Wan is honor bound to follow the code. He's never broken the code because he is a rule follower. That's how you get the good tropes, my friend. That's how you get a nice good yearn going. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. You should be sorry. I'm sorry that you've They've suffered taken everything for so long. From me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to a lot. Well, it's great. <laughs> you have really sold me so far. You can yearn for the yearning with I me. I just, I don't, I don't know that Ewan McGregor is going to do that for me. But he has a beard. I, I still, I don't feel like that's going to do it for me. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi's a good man, okay? I'm not <laughs> he saying he's so not. so much more. <laughs> I'm just not saying that the beard is gonna be like, yeah, okay, this movie was worth it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So of the three yeah. prequels, which mm-hmm. one is your favorite? Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I don't think anyone's gonna agree with me. Okay, so the best one is not your favorite. <laughs> 
Well, I think everybody likes the third one because the third okay. one is so intense and dramatic. Mm-hmm. But that's all it is the whole movie through. It's kind of a downer. Sure. I enjoy watching the second one so much. <laughs> I don't know. Because I think it's like, it's the bands together. Like, you got Anakin and Obi-Wan and Padme. Yeah, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's kind of off on his own adventures for a while. I really like the worlds they visit in that one. Like, the With scenery's the fun. Yeah, I mean... More Windows PC a... desktop backgrounds. No, they're cooler than that. It sounds like I really a like the fight in the arena. I love it. So, like, that and, like, you got Padme and Obi-Wan and Anakin. They're super fun. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Also, Padme's really cool in that movie. Sure. She's got a lot of really good outfits, even though they have cringe romance moments. <laughs> I really kind of want to wear one of her dresses sure. as my wedding dress if I ever get married, you know? Like, it's pretty sweet. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we'll have that to look forward to. Like, you kind of have to get over Obi-Wan's man mullet a little, but he's kind of got a bit of a man mullet going on. Like, I don't think this was it the intended. worse than the clip-on ponytail? No. In my opinion, it is not worse, and it is worse. still handsome enough. But it is... Like tiptoeing into mullet like, territory. <laughs> no, one does not simply tiptoe into mullet territory. It's just like too long. It just looks like a haircut that just needs to be cut. You know, like it's just too long. What is this movie called? So it kind of goes down his neck a little bit, and it's pushed back to be sleek. What? What's this movie called? Attack of the Clones. Oh, there's a cool scene with all the Jedi. I believe you. It's good. I believe that I will not enjoy this. You've this is seen, terrible. You've seen, this is straight up mullet. <laughs> you've seen. I'm this say. is this is Captain Love from The Mask of Zorro. Yeah. Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Linda, listen. <laughs> I'm not listening. Look at his little action figure has a plastic yeah. piece yeah. hanging down his neck. I was gonna just say, hair. you've seen my action figures of Obi Wan Kenobi. I don't know who they are. <laughs> this is unforgivable. Is it better than Ponytail? Unforgivable. Is Jesus Obi Wan Kenobi better than Ponytail Obi Wan Kenobi? Only because yes. that's his real hair. Yes, it's better. <laughs> oh. Have oh. <laughs> you mm. seen that meme where it was like. My mom has a shrine for Jesus in her room, but she, it was a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Is that your room? <laughs> she found it on the internet and thought it was Jesus. Amazing. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Cool. I'm glad the hair gets worse. That's great. Well, any closing thoughts? Uh-uh. I've said my piece. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Let us know how soon you want us to watch all the Star Wars content and make Ashley some. All right, calm down. (laughs) All the Star Wars content is a commitment. (laughs) You know, we'll start with the Tag of the Clones, and then who knows where we'll go from there. We'll see. Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Bye.